y'all this is your host Lillian Harshaw and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl on today's show I have the great privilege of interviewing this world-class lady she is a fighter literally like a boxer she is the founder of the Indiana Prison Writers Workshop and she's also a published author it gives me great privilege to introduce to you Miss Deborah Devine what inspired you to do this uh, program? Right, yeah. So, you know, I just, just have a heart for the work, and uh, I believe in, in serving and, and working with people who have challenges and the population of, of those who are incarcerated and those who are previously incarcerated. I just felt called to do it. Uh, I worked as a TV reporter for, for about a decade covering crime, and I was always uh, interested in the rest of the story, you know, apart from from the angle of law enforcement and uh, and me being the reporter telling the story, I was curious and, and interested in in helping uh, helping the men write and, mm-hmm. and become better writers. And uh, so that's that's what led me to to volunteer inside a prison. How did you decide which prison to even start at? So I was working at a homeless veterans nonprofit, and a colleague of mine, her husband, worked at one of the facilities and suggested I reach out to Plainfield Correctional. Uh, which I did at the end of 2017 and uh, connected with uh, uh, with the lady who runs volunteers initiatives there and started Plainfield, Indiana. Yeah, Plainfield Correctional Facility in Plainfield, Indiana. Okay. And I had such such a great experience uh, leading the victim impact class for them that uh, I decided to 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 start this creative writing program, which later morphed into uh, a not-for-profit called Indiana Prison Writers Workshop in in 2018. Mm -hmm. And so uh, everything uh, happened quite quickly, but uh, since stepping foot inside the correctional facility and and realizing how appreciative uh, the offenders are and Mm -hmm. and how, uh, how we were making such a big difference, uh, myself and then the program has since grown into three, three, Indiana correctional facilities. Did you come across any hurdles? You know, not too many. No, I don't. I, no, not really. Everything was was pretty smooth. Uh, it, it was embraced by Indiana Department of Correction, the the creative writing program, and that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I think it, it was just for me, my personal challenges was was to knowing when to slow down and, and mm-hmm. take some time because you know the the landscape and the the opportunities were there. And so I wanted to to do everything, you know, in a quick, quick manner. And so I think just mm-hmm. knowing knowing when to pace myself and I, I brought together a team of four or five people who helped me come up with some really good writing prompts. That's how we spend our time, uh, an hour and a half delving in and writing about tough topics like love mm-hmm. and loss and hope and abandonment. And we we talk about complex, you know, experiences that began in, in childhood and that affected many of their decisions um, as they became men. And so uh, we shaped all of those experiences into, into stories. We grew from there. Since you brought that up, I'm glad you did about stories. I mean, has there any been like any stories that like really shook you and like was like, I can't believe that yeah. happened to you and you're, you know, you're made this kind of progress to even open up about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Countless stories. You know, they, they trusted me to share everything, many things that they hadn't shared with, with their loved ones even. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of the ones that, that tore at my heart's 
my heartstrings were were a sense of being abandoned and mm-hmm. you know one guy wrote about um standing as a kid like two or three years old in his uh trailer house and his parents had abandoned him and he felt like mm. he was just left alone and so those you know really you know it made me look at my own childhood you know be super appreciative for for all that I've had it garners such empathy and, and compassion that, you know, my heart just, just gets bigger every time I, I walk into a facility and, and work with the guys and hear their stories. So, you know, they, they wrote a lot about their crimes. Again, being as a, a reporter and covering crimes, those things didn't alarm me, scare me. Of course, they impacted me, you know, reading these things. But I think it was more of the, the childhood barriers and some of the experiences that, that they faced. Well, see, I'm a big crybaby, so I don't know if I could sit there and listen to those stories. Right. So they were like, she's supposed to be helping us, and we got to hug her out through this. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just being realistic. Yeah. I'm that person. I'm going to put my business out there. I cried watching Toy Story 3. The end of it, bawled like a baby. My kids looked at me like I lost my mind. I'm sitting there crying because Woody is saying goodbye. Lost it. So I couldn't even look. Goodbye. <laughs> I think for me, it was, it was, the stories were definitely um, impactful, but I think for me, it was realizing that they're still locked up and there's so right. much talent and that made me tear up and cry. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you've served 17 years. Let's, you're, you have, you're rehabilitated. Now let's get on out and, 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 you know, start life over or, you know, use what skills you've, you've, you've got in prison to, to make a better life. So you know, that's tough is, is I'm walking out every, you know, at the end of class and, and mm-hmm. all of these men who have such great talents are still behind bars. Right. Are you only working with male prisoners or are you working with women prisoners too? Yeah. So I'm only working with male right now. Um, mm-hmm. The program's in three facilities. So we got um, three volunteers who are e- at, at each one. And, you know, maybe one day we'll work with, with the, the women, the females or juveniles. Right now, we're focusing our efforts on, on the male. It's crazy because I've watched grown men cry over writing or recalling uh, a recipe, right? A simple right. recipe that, that his grandmother made, chicken noodles, uh, soup and dumpling recipe. And wow. he just bawled. And, you know, we all just sat there and it was a moment. It was a right. moment. You know, you just, you're, like you said, you just want to be able to, to give a hug and to say it's going to be okay. And so, right. You know, we we let him uh, him have that moment, and many of the men do. So writing is tr- powerful; it's transformative, and it's just a special space to be in when you're able to to hold the men accountable through their writing and encourage them and motivate them and and, mm-hmm. and give them the tools. But mainly, it's creative writing and stories, and we introduce them to to literary greats like Langston Hughes and Mark Twain and and mm-hmm. Maya Angelou. And so it's a chance for them to to be exposed and to use their critical thinking skills to then digest um, letters from a Birmingham jail, Martin Luther King Jr. That was one that wow. we shared, and we, we we based a writing prompt off off that. And you know where have we where have we come from that time, right? When when right. when Martin Luther King Jr. wrote that piece, and so it allows us to to expand our thinking and our imagination and. Um, you know, to, to learn, learn as well, learn about history and, and learn about Langston Hughes. And then we've, the program has had uh, several volunteer, excuse me, several guests, guest writers in the community. We've had poets, we've had rappers, mm. we've had public speakers, we've had authors, we've had community leaders um, in, commu- in the communication field. They've all been, um, been, been great 
and it's been uh, good to, to connect those men with, with other people so they could hear, you know, what, how they were able to succeed in their own, their own realm. Now, do you have other people helping you or is it this you standing alone? I know you said you have people yeah. coming in as far as like guests, but you right. have like an actual staff that goes with yeah. you. No, nope, I'm a one, a one, one woman shop. <laughs> wow. I have, I have a lot of cheerleaders and supporters, you know, uh, social media is a powerful tool. Um, a lot of people reach out. How can I help? I got a guy who's, who's, uh, lending his expertise and helping build a strategic plan. It is a not-for-profit. So I have some board members who challenge me and hold me accountable and help, uh, you know, raise awareness as well. But, uh, and I rely on, again, those three volunteers who are superstars in my eyes because they dedicate their time into going into the facilities. And, and so that's, so that that's my team, but but again, it's all volunteer basis, and you know, I just I'm super excited to be on your podcast, and want to give a shout out to you. Thank Aww. you for for spreading the word and 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 doing amazing things yourself. But uh, you know, I just want to thank you for for having me on and and spreading the word because that's how uh, this message uh, is 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 you know is shared, and and all of their talents are shared. Right, and hopefully this a, won't just be a local thing. Right. It would be awesome if this become a global thing. We're going to just say here in this nation, but we're going to say a global thing. <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. I tell the offenders the sky's the limit. So That's right. Uh, think big and do, do, the, do the hard work and, and see what happens. But right now it's it's in the state, state of Indiana, and I'm working mm-hmm. with the uh, Indiana Department of Correction to, to be able to go into the facilities. And so... Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. It's like I said, about a year, about a year in existence. So, um, we've, we've, we've had an art show. We've, we've, they've put together a compilation of short stories. They, they've been on the news on Fox 59, CBS and Indy star inside the facility. And so, yeah, we got to spread that word because this is too good to just be sitting. (laughs) Right. It it, it just is. I mean, yeah, yeah. And people can go to, to the website, inprisonwritersworkshop.org to read uh, some stories, some of their stories and thoughts and see the good work that they're all doing. Prisoners are probably the one group of people that people never think of at all. Right, right. They feel like they did the crime, now they're paying for it. Okay, well, the whole point of prison is to rehabilitate and to help them grow. So right. don't just put them in there and just wash your hands from them. That's exactly right. They're lo- you know, a lot of times they're they feel they feel lost and forgotten, knowing that 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 all of these prisoners are going to be coming out soon, and we want right. them to be the best version of themselves as they can be because they are going to be our neighbors, and so right. why not um, give them the tools they need and embrace them when they come out, knowing that that they've served their time and now they're ready to be productive members of society. And so it's giving them the chance and it's changing perceptions and it's changing the stigma that we have uh, on this population. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'd love to see in, in a few years, uh, a campaign similar to the hire a veteran campaign where we're hiring ex offenders more um, and where we're, we're providing more housing for ex offenders. I mean, I wouldn't that, agree. Wouldn't that be great. And, and see how, see how the world turn, turns out after that, you know, it, it, right. it's giving them opportunities and, and showing them that, that they're wanted and needed. Right. And, um, you know, we, and I was just thinking about that. It's funny you brought that up. It's a shame yeah. that when somebody comes out of jail, they're treated worse before they even went right. into jail. Right. How do you expect them to start over if right. you won't allow them to start over? Right. And so many things are foreign to them, right? So they're, they're having to obviously readjust and, and figure out the driver's license and then uh-huh. 
you know, everything's changed. I'm working right. with a guy who served, who's, who's been behind bars for 18 years and just was released. And he wow. said, it's the simple thing of, of going to McDonald's and there's three, you know, three drive-in windows, right? Drive-through yeah. windows. And, That's and, a headache for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I can't getting, stand it. Getting soda, getting pop right, at, a, right. at, a, at a McDonald's or uh, or a store, and it's just what buttons do you press? And so he described right. it as he came out, and it was like flying cars everywhere. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. It's, it's 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 retarded. <laughs> I, 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 I had the worst experience with McDonald's the other day, so I'm having a real bad flashback. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand that place. That's my daughter's place, not mine. I, I agree. That's my son's place, not mine. Mm-hmm. Not mine. Yep. I cannot stand McDonald's, but nope, no diss McDonald's, but I'm just not feeling <laughs> you. But anyway, so you know what? I noticed it. you you're a boxer? Yeah, I am. It's how I get my uh my release out and my my own stress. You know, I write and I box. I box every night at an Indianapolis boxing gym and I, I love it. I've been doing it now for about three 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 plus years and it's it's my therapy and my my time yeah ow that's <laughs> something i always i wanted to do kickboxing just yeah. because it it like you said it's a good stress reliever and plus it's good for, as a workout period but i never wanted to get hit back oh really yeah so, i take a lot of punches you know I, right now i'm nursing a, i got a bruised eye I had a black eye a few weeks ago, so it's definitely... Those, what went through your mind the first time somebody hit you in the face? <laughs> you know, I think it's just the, the, the getting back up is knowing, in like in life, faced with some great uh, obstacles that you can get back up and prove yourself and, and be mm-hmm. better and do better. And so for me, boxing translates into, into life. And, and yeah. you know, when, when I feel that... that um, that force coming towards me, I just, I try my best and I hit and it's a jab or it's an uppercut and I'm, I'm in the moment and no, I'm thinking about nothing else, none of my responsibilities. So. All right. So now, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it feels empowering. great to hit somebody, but it's the getting hit back part <laughs> that will make me like forget that this is supposed to be professional <laughs> and we're about to be on the street. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. So I, you know, I'm wearing a headgear and mouthpiece mm-hmm. and, and it's just uh, going in and, and giving it your all. And Now, are you trying to take that to a professional level, too, or is this just a release? So because I'm over 40, there's a, only a few um, professional outlets where I could where I could actually fight on professional okay. stage. One is called the Masters. So, okay. you know, I think I'm always working towards that. Yeah. To take it to the next level and, and actually uh, have, a, have a have a good amateur fight. Um, mm-hmm. And if that happens, it happens and I'll be ready. And if it doesn't, um, then I'll just be in the best darn shape of my life, you know? Heck yeah, but if it happens, let me know. I would love to be there to watch it. Sounds good. Sounds good. And Well, have you ever thought about even teaching or coaching since, since you're above that age limit or whatever? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, I actually could. I actually could, could think about doing that maybe. Um, you know, I rely on my boxing coaches because they are the experts. And so mm-hmm. I don't think I'm there, you know, in, in that realm, but, but I do love it. And I, it's, it's in me. And, you know, like I said earlier, it's not about how hard that, that I hit. It's how, how much I can take and keep, keep going and, and keep moving forward. So if you wasn't boxing or doing this workshop, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh boy. Wow. I don't know. I probably wouldn't be in such, um, happy. I probably wouldn't have such a happy disposition, you know, if I didn't have those two things. 
Um, you know, I'm a wife and a mother, but um, boxing definitely defines me. Prison writing program gives me purpose. So, you know, I can't say I, I would be a completely different person. I probably would not like that person. Yeah, because yeah, being a wife, that's one hat. Yeah. Being a mother is another hat. But we need that own thing to, for our own identity or we can't even do those other things. That's exactly like. right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So what's next for you? Yeah, what's next? So it's just to keep these programs vital and keep them fresh and the writing prompts fresh for these for these guys and to support them through their writing and encourage them. And then me really, my role is to uh, highlight their work. So, you know, getting the message out as, as broadly as I can. I'd love to one day work with a group of, of ex-offenders through writing. That would be uh, enjoyable as well. And, and keep fighting in the ring and keep keep proving myself um, that I can do it and challenging myself because I think I'm my own mentor. You know, I really mm-hmm. never had a mentor growing up. And so um, I'm, I'm taking on that role, role myself. I've got a few personal heroes that I can count on on one hand. Really who? So there's a lady um, uh, at IUPUI. Her name's Sue Hyatt. Um, she's just a, a trailblazer. She makes things happen. I love being around her. I love her spirit. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we're going to partner on a few things, some events where uh, we'll we'll bring in some of the some ex-offenders who can share their writing. And so she takes things to the next level and and she thinks a lot like me. I think a lot like her. So Mm -hmm. she's definitely a personal hero. Uh, My boxing coaches challenged me. So they're in a way, you know, some heroes. Um, But yeah, you know, just someone who defies the odds, the underdog. Right. Um, I'm always rooting for them. But but yeah, I've never had a mentor like most people have. And so I got to I got to do it myself, you know. And I encourage everybody to, to be a mentor themselves, you know, because right. the world is lacking that. So everybody's wrap, wrapped up in their own time and their own thing. So if you can do be that person for, for somebody, you know, there's there's people out there that, that could use that. Everybody, everybody could use a mentor. Amen. Well, I got one last question for you. Sure. If you could have a theme song for every time you walked in a room, what would it be and why? So probably, golly, that's a good one. Um, I would say like the Rocky theme, but I like the song I'm On My Way Up, Grammy Ma and uh, Fat Joe, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm On My Way Up. And why? Uh, I like the lyrics and I like the, um, just the, the, the words, I'm on mm-hmm. my way up, you know, nothing can stop me. Um, so is that on your playlist when you're working out? It is. Okay. Okay. I'm on my way up. Nothing can stop me. Okay. I'm so again, my, tell I'm our listeners. Hear it after. I'm going to listen to it after we <laughs> get off this now. <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> uh, so you going to the gym after this? You bet. Tonight okay. I'll be there and I'll be sparring. Yep. Tonight's sparring night. So Ooh. I got to hydrate and I got to stretch my body a little because last night I took a few few uh few hits and mm-hmm. even though we weren't sparring you know when you're doing mitts you always you know you gotta be on your on your game so probably more so than being the actual one that's giving it that's right well thank you so much i appreciate you're you welcome. doing this you're welcome and keep shining the light on the world please oh thank you thank you you too thank you, you too All right. and how can people uh find out about you again yep thank you for asking so we have a website 
inprisonwritersworkshop.org. And then we're also on Facebook. So indianaprisonwritersworkshop.org. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. And Thank you. good luck right. to you. And I know you're about to, you're on your way up. They say, <laughs> <laughs> Talk later. I want to send a special shout out to my guest, Deborah Devine, for coming on. Thank you so much for your time and your effort. And most of all, thank you for what you're doing for this community. I know you're going to do greater things than beyond your reach. Thanks again and make sure you subscribe to the one and only Worldly Church Girl.